This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Let's cover some high-level information on the employee retention credits. If you've seen advertisement on this, or if you've seen it in the news, or if you've heard about it, it's called the Employee Retention Credit or the ERC credits. You'll see those used interchangeably. So these are credits for employers that were in business uh, back in 2020 and 2021 through the third quarter. If you paid employees, you actually paid employees on a W-2, like you were paying them paycheck, you were a paycheck, you were paying them through payroll service, or you were paying those quarterly payroll taxes. If you had those employees, you probably would qualify for the ERC credits. I say probably because not every business would qualify. We know that most businesses were impacted probably negatively by COVID and and the pandemic and government regulation and everything that came out through that. A lot of businesses were negatively impacted by that. They had to shut down. You had to uh, change the way you did your meetings. You had to uh, just all sorts of stuff. We don't need to go into the pandemic, but... Uh, if you were negatively impacted, you would probably qualify for the ERC credits. Let's go into what the ERC credits are. So first first up, you need to have paid employees. We can't go back and pay employees retroactively to count for 2020. So as long as you had those employees, you paid them some W-2 payroll. Now let's check to see if you qualify. Well, actually, first let's go into the amount of the credit, maybe to get generate some interest on the amount of the credit because it's pretty high and then we'll go into how you would qualify for it. So the amount of the credit could be up to, it's if you add up the totals for the, the period, it's about $26,000 per employee that you could qualify for. There are some minimums that they would have needed to have been paid. For example, like in uh, uh, 2020, you could receive a credit up to 50% of what they were paid uh, what is it, up to 50% of what they were paid on up to $10,000. So if they were paid over $10,000 in 2020 and after after the pandemic dates had started, you would have a credit for that employee of $5,000. And so if we just look at the 2020 eligible credits, say you had 10 employees, they were all paid $10,000. On those 10 employees, you'd get a $50,000 check. And of course, if you had 100 employees that were paid at least $10,000, of course, it would be much, much greater. So there's that credit for 2020, which is a little different than the other credits. It's still called the employee retention credit, but it is for 2021, and it is based on a quarterly basis, the limitation. The 2021 credit, you can get up to 70% of what they're paid on up to $10,000. So that's $7,000, and that's per quarter. You can get up to $7,000 per quarter per employee. So if you had that same employee, and in this case, they would have needed to have been paid $10,000 per quarter. So it'd be like an employee that's paid at least $40,000 in a year. They're getting $10,000 per quarter. If you have an employee like that getting at least $10,000 a quarter, they would get seven, or not they, you as the employer could get back $7,000 for quarter one for that employee, you get $7,000 for quarter two and $7,000 for quarter three. That's $21,000 for 2021, the first three quarters. You add that to the $5,000 you got from that employee for 2020, and that's how you get to the 
the $26,000 tax credit that you can get for each employee. So $26,000, if you had employees you were paying, whatever amount it is, um, you can get that percentage back. It'd be 50% of what they were paid in 2020 and up to 70% of what they're paid in 2021 per quarter. You can get that percentage on whatever they were paid, but if you want to maximize those credits, or to know if you can maximize those credits, they would have needed to have been paid at least $10,000 in 2020 and then $10,000 per quarter in 2021. A really, really good credit. Some of the dollar amounts coming back with these credits are, are just so high, but it's it's to help for the, the businesses that are still recovering from the pandemic, that kept their employees, stayed in business, even if they got a PPP loan, there's still ways you can qualify for these ERC credits, but it's just, it's still, it's like the, uh, just the remaining funds from the, all this government spending, which may or may not be causing our inflation now, but it's just the remaining funds that were allocated already for this that's still flowing into the economy. So I would highly recommend you look into this. And if you were negatively impacted, um, I would definitely make sure to see if you can qualify. So that was the first part, the amount of the credit that you can get up to $26,000 per employee. It's maybe go back and listen to kind of what I just went over, but the, that is the general amounts that you can get. There are some more in-depth, well, a lot more in-depth calculations. When you had a PPP loan, there might be some adjustments for that. Uh, and then it's usually not black and white like that. Like you usually didn't have an employee that was paid exactly $10,000 or if they left partway through the year, partway through the quarter. The adjustments get a lot more complicated, but that's that's the basic amount of it. If you had a payroll processor, it would be a lot easier to be able to export those reports, like an ADP or Paychecks or Gusto. They usually have reports that you can export for that or export to help you with those calculations, or if you're hiring someone to do it, it can help out a lot. Um, the, the last part we'll cover <clears throat> is about if you qualify or not and some of the requirements to qualify. The main qualification is if you had a drop in revenue from certain periods in 2020 compared to prior periods in 2019, and then certain periods like looking at the quarter or the year as a whole in 2021 compared to 2020. So there's this gets a little more complex, like you can compare, say, Q1 in 2021 to a quarter in 2020, or you can go back to a prior year in 2019. There are multiple pages of articles that I won't cover right now, but just more in-depth calculations on what, what you may or may not be able to qualify for there. Um, so the other part, if you didn't have a drop in revenue, so that's what I was talking about when you're comparing the prior quarter of the prior year, if you didn't have that drop in revenue, because some businesses had an increase of revenue, even though they were negatively impacted by COVID. Say you hired employees or your growth trajectory was really high and it just slowed your growth, but you didn't have a drop in revenue. So you do not qualify under the first requirement, but you may qualify under the second, which is if there was a government order and because of that government order, your business was negatively impacted. And this, this is a lot more of that that gray area, a lot more of like the, it's just subjective and kind of a little more opinion on what government orders impacted your business negatively. 
and that if you changed the way you had to do business, if you were required to close during certain hours, if there were curfews imposed, but I would, if, if you could go back and look at any of the government orders that were coming out, maybe even save some of those as documentation, emails you were getting, go back and review what, what adjustments you had to make to your business. And if those businesses were negatively impacting you, maybe not the bottom line specifically, but in, in other ways, those are some other ways that you could qualify. So just remember a quick summary, the ERC credits, there are funds still available for the ERC credits. You would have needed to have paid employees in 2020 and or in Q1, Q2, and Q3, 2021. It, it could have qualified for any of those quarters. It wouldn't have to have been all the way through there. You'd still need to be in business because you'd need to be filing uh, updated quarterly payroll returns. And you get the refund through your your. Uh, payroll withholding account with the IRS. So if they're closed, I've not heard of them coming back if they're closed. We honestly haven't done a lot of those for closed accounts. So I'm not completely sure if they work. Everyone we've done it for, they've been open and they've they've come through just fine without any issue. Um, so make sure yeah, you know that it's still available. You know the amounts up to $26,000 per employee. There's no cap on it. It's if you had the employees and you paid them during those periods and you were impacted, you would qualify. We've seen checks in the 400,000 plus range or in close to a million dollar plus range of, of ERC credits coming back. And then that last part, so the last part is just make sure that you qualify and there's specific steps. And if we're helping you through the process or someone else is helping you through the process, just, just go through the steps with them and the requirements and, and make sure you qualify for it. And then lastly, we'll cover the taxation of the ERC credits. ERC credits are not taxed specifically, but in a strange way they are taxed. I'll explain how that works. It, it doesn't add income to your, like to your taxable income or your tax return, but when you file your tax return in the year that you received those ERC credits, we need to reduce your deduction for the payroll costs. So we need to reduce your deductions. So when you're looking at the calculations, you take total income, so you had a million dollars of income, you have deductions, say, of $500,000 normally, that would give you a net income, net taxable income of $500,000. If you got $100,000 of ERC credits, it's not income. It doesn't add to your million dollars of income, but it reduces your $500,000 of costs, so your deductible costs. So it brings it down to $400,000, so your net income, net taxable income goes up to 600000 So just be aware of that. If you are getting a big check, treat it as though you're paying tax on it because it has that same impact. Even though it's not taxed, it's reducing your deductions. So put aside 15, 20, 30% or so of that just in case for taxes. If you're doing quarterly payments on your taxes, I would withhold that and, and put it right into your, your prepayment on taxes, either your corporate side or your individual side, depending on your entity structure. Uh, or save it and at the end of the year just be aware that you would likely have more taxable income that you might have than you might have been expecting. So there's the summary of the ERC credits. There is a lot to it. Um, hopefully I broke it down pretty well for you, but uh, yeah, good luck um, calculating it and it should save you a lot of money and get you a lot of money back from a program that's 
already existing and is still funded through the government. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.